Hope FM, faith-filled radio. We're going to another church. We're going to Twynham Church, which Rob, uh, Rob is the pastor, is a growing church. So Nick, you've now moved to two services? We, yeah, we moved to two some years ago, um, and uh, yeah, we're we're seeing uh, some growth in there at the moment. Um, it's uh, it's early days, really, but it's uh, it's really good to see uh, a dynamic shift in the church, and actually starting to see uh, how church might shape into the twenty first century. Mm-hmm. I mean, here I have with two pastors this morning, you know. So we've got <laughs> Mark, Mark's pastor of BH One Elam, and of course yourself of. Yeah. Uh, of Twynham Church. Did it used to be called Twynham Chapel? Yeah, one time it used to be called Twynham Chapel. Mm. And then in the intermediate, it was called Twynham Church for the Community, but I kept falling over the title. So <laughs> so, so you're both, you're both yeah. into name changes. <laughs> uh, but the, the really good thing is that you're both presiding, you're pastoring churches which are, which are growing, which is really quite encouraging because a lot of people, you know, when, when they look at um, church life and all of that, mm. they can... They can kind of doom and gloom can't they and 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 about the fact oh well the church has had its day but i guess yeah. that neither of you would agree with that well no. no jesus hadn't had his day so the church hasn't had its day yeah we're seeing very much the case of the kingdom having an impact mm. in the lives of people right now today uh people being healed today mm. people being changed right now uh, people being affected by uh, the, the message of the gospel message, but also yeah. their, their spirits are being changed, challenged. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, I've worked all over the world, worked with many people all over the world, and, and seen uh, the lives of people completely and substantially changed over that time. And of course, you're you're in a good position because obviously you're chairing the Christchurch Fellowship of churches. So, yes. so so you'll be in a position where you'll be saying, you know, church life across across. A Christchurch in this case. Oh yeah, absolutely, and and you know every church is is different. I mean, we, I suppose we could say we're one church, many flavors uh, of mm. church. And uh, so this this morning I'm with you. This afternoon I'm at the Catholic Church at a funeral mass for someone who was uh, found a member of the Christchurch Food Bank. So wow. uh, we we are very connected as churches. Is that St support. Joseph's Church. St Joseph's, yeah. yeah so. Yeah. Because I mean, I think that because uh, you know when Jesus said that uh, when He loves unity and, and mm. where where churches come together unified, there where He commands unity, there a blessing. He commands a blessing. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, and it's, I think it's great when when that when that happens. Absolutely. But it, it does seem that the the churches in Christchurch have have always seemed to gel quite well, even though mm. of course they're, they're all very different in their in their flavour. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And at the moment, probably as close as you could get. Really, uh, we've started praying together as churches and uh, God first. Uh, in January, we uh, joined the churches together, as many as we could gather at the time. Asked them to come together and pray. So we had Charles Stewart from the Priory. Uh, there was uh, myself, uh, Chris Brockway, obviously from Christchurch Back Baptist Church, Duncan Lee from God First itself, uh, Father's House with uh, with them, Andy McClelland, uh, and others as well who were who are really uh, gathering together. We had Methodist Church, and 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 everybody was kind of gathering together. And then when I went back and we talked about it at uh, one of the CFOC. Uh, meetings afterwards they said <laughs> they said to me why weren't we included <laughs> so there's a desire to be together and to be praying together to be working together so that oh, was really good that's really and, but of course church growth brings its own challenges doesn't it absolutely uh, yeah. because a, you've got yeah. more people to pastor yeah. and, the, yeah. and the greater team but i mean in your case of course the building's creaking a bit isn't it <laughs> well the, the building's not creaking with people but it's creaking it's creaking with age and it's creaking with an, a need to uh, look at not calling itself Twinham Church for the community, but being 
the church in the community. Fantastic. Uh, one of the things I said when I first came to Twynham was that, that the church, any church, but Twynham Church being what I was applying for at the time, it needs to be an unmissable part of the community. And uh, every effort we make is to make uh, the church, people recognize that the church is relevant and vibrant and has life and can give life. And of course, the, the truth of that is, I mean, in days past, you know, the church did everything, didn't it? I mean, it was mm. it was the educator, it was the, it was the yeah. social yeah. provider, yeah. Yeah. and whatever. And then, of course, uh, the the state took over very very much a lot of those things. But yes. now, of course, the state hasn't got any money. No. Uh, so so obviously that pre- presents a new day, new opportunity for all churches. Yes, well, indeed. I saw in, uh, an article recently that uh, Christchurch funding from central government has fallen by 35%. And that's got to have a massive impact mm. on the uh, community effectiveness mm-hmm. of, well, Christchurch Council as it was, but now, of course, BCP. Yeah. Well, BCP, I mean, obviously I was part of Bournemouth Borough Council for, for eight years and even now it's the same that that, that uh, th- practically two-thirds of the entire budget of BCP Council uh, goes on social care yes. and that's children's and adult social care and that, yes. so that means there's one or a third left yeah. for everything else everything but, else. but even in, in those services like for elderly people or for ch- young children it's still not enough you know? yes. and in fact the special needs budget in BCP has increased, I think, to something like nine million pounds. It's nine million pounds overspent. Mm. Yes. Uh, in the in the current year, so that's beyond the budget that was beyond aside. the budget yes. because, and it's it's to do with the need, you know, the community. So I think that that, that all of this, of course, because there's very few churches that don't have elderly uh, programs. You know, whether it be songs of the mind, and of course, you it's cradle to grave because you have. I mean, certainly in in Twynham, the last time I visited, yes, you had a very vibrant. You were uh, there, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was a very vibrant children's work. And you Absolutely, get, we got two two days of children's work at, at the church. This is you know all volunteer led. It's not it's not funded by local government. It's not. Mm. I, I mean, the church funds uh, some of the a- aspects of the of the work, but the volunteers run it, uh, and we get maybe a uh, hundred and fifty families. Up to hundred and fifty families can come through the ch- through the church who are not part of the church every week. But that's very typical, isn't it, these days? Because um, uh, there there are so many people who will go to the church for activity. They won't necessarily actually. I mean, I know that. The hope and the prayer is that there will be a connection to services. But mm. it's great that people can feel that they can go into church buildings and actually avail themselves of, um, you know, of the the many programs and facilities that you guys are offering. Mm. Absolutely, and, and one of the important things that we're noticing is that is is that when we talk to people who don't have faith yet, I'd say the not yet believers as opposed to the non-believers, is is that actually uh, one of the things we have to overcome as churches. Is the front door is getting people into yeah, into the building and yeah. and when they're in there that it's a friendly environment it's not austere and blank and cold but it's warm and it's inviting it's comfortable it's uh, and 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 that's one reason that we're looking at building is that is the rear building of the church that exists at the moment is is 1959 it was built for people. Uh, who would come in from houses that were cold because it's pre-central heating. Uh, so everyone wore a jumper. These days, people would expect not to have to wear winter woolies inside <laughs> yeah. for some reason. My, my son the other day said, Dad, it's cold in my room. I said, put a jumper on. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, put a jumper on, I'm inside. <laughs> the only thing in our house, we have a bit of a problem with that because I'd be sitting there with my jumper on and my son-in-law sat in his shorts, you know, and think, oh, it's so warm in this house. <laughs> Hope FM, 
Faith-Filled Radio. Well, today we're focusing on Twynham Church in the community. We've got uh, the Pastor Rob uh, with us. Now, Rob, you, you've got a, a vision day coming up. What, tell us about that. What, what's what's going to happen on that day? What's the plan? Okay, well, on the 27th of February, we've got uh, some uh, great opportunity for people to come in and see what we're uh, up to and doing that's new. Um, it's basically, we're, we're saying that it's see what's planned in our community. And if you're driving past Twynham, you'll see a couple of uh, big... Uh, invites uh, strapped to the wall out there Um, and basically what we're going to do is we're going to just give people opportunity to look at the plans we've got for a new building project that we've got at the back uh, of the church. So. Now, of course, you're, the, the property at the back of the church is, is aging, isn't it? So you've got a, basically an old building. Is the plan to, to demolish that and then rebuild it all? Uh, yes, basically. Um, the building was built in the late 50s um, and it was uh, built as a youth centre uh, and uh, probably quite a number of people who are long-term uh, in Christchurch would remember the youth centre and perhaps was even part of it during the 60s and 70s or, or later. Um, and uh, it's got quite a, um, uh, quite a history and it was uh, very much used by God in, in its day, but it is now ageing. It's got it's quite cold, quite damp. Um, as I said earlier, you know, you need to wear a jumper to go in there probably even in the summer uh, <laughs> so the opportunity to take it down the other thing we have is is you know people want to play different kinds of sports and games these days and so there are the roof trusses that go across the building and that that can restrict it so we're going to push the building up and we're going to push the building outside to the side and we're going to add some additional areas as well one of the things that Twynham's poor with is uh, it doesn't have a lot of small space it has a, quite a lot of, we've got four large halls uh, that are used quite a lot but we don't have any uh, small spaces so things like counseling small group training yeah. those kinds of things and also the administration's quite uh, spread out and and cramped so we're looking at so uh, you'll address uh, all of that at the same yeah time. all at the same mm-hmm. time yeah now i know you you've started the fundraising uh, i interviewed doug Barnett recently, and, yes. and I know you were all doing a massive sponsored walk. Oh, you? yeah, absolutely, yeah. And that, that raised a, an amazing sum. Was it £12,000? It was over twelve, nearly £12,500. Wow. Now, that was for a prayer room, wasn't it, specifically? It was specifically for a prayer room, yeah. Sue, Sue Doug's wife, died uh, a year and uh, three months, four months ago, and uh, we wanted to put something in place for Sue because Sue was one of these great prayer warriors. She wrote a number of books on prayer. Uh, she used to speak on prayer at Spring Harvest. And, and, and health and fitness as oh, well. Oh, health and fitness, yes. I, well, we could do the health and fitness. We have a health and fitness room for Sue as well as the, the big sports hall. But uh, yeah, no, prayer was her passion. Um, and um, so we're going to put together a really uh, great uh, prayer area within the, that new build as well that is dedicated to prayer and uh, and nothing else. Now on the on the twenty seventh, you have three sessions. So there's one uh, ten to twelve, and then yes. and then the next one two to four, and then an evening one seven to nine. How will that be structured? Well, there's uh, it's basically you come into the church, and then the main hall, you'll see some of the stuff that's already going on, plus some of the connections we have, because you know churches have connections not only to other churches but other organisations as well. Mm-hmm. So and some of your partners are going absolutely, to be absolutely, yeah. So I mean, people like Food Bank and uh, Waterlily Project, other other aspects like that we were wanting them to uh, to get involved as well um, people that we sponsor people that we also uh, give to um, will be involved as well and it just kind of helps people to see that the church is more uh, than a place to pr- 
pray or a place to sing or a place to yeah. Uh, yeah. dower. <laughs> Go in looking <laughs> oh like you're going to the dentist and come out looking <laughs> like you've been to the dentist. It's more exciting dynamic than it's that. It's relevant for the community. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Now, of course, there's a big price tag on, on the vision. Always and, is. Uh, and uh, is it, well, it's just over half a million, isn't it? Uh, yeah, we're, we're saying that uh, the, the build itself, uh, the bricks and mortar and the walls and the roof, uh, will cost around four hundred and forty thousand, and then the fit out would be another sixty. Mm. So, how long do you reckon it'll take you? You know, because obviously you've, you've only you're only at the beginning. You formed the vision, you've got the plans, yes, and so on. So, how, how long do you reckon it'll take you to to reach your target? Uh, well, we've uh, obviously we've now got uh, our, our planning. Uh, we are probably a week away, maybe even less than that now, from getting building regulation approval. Um, and from there, we can do anything. We've also raised a quarter of the money that we need to raise so far. So that's a great start. It's isn't a it? great yeah. start. Yeah. So we've raised one hundred and ten thousand internally uh, from the from the church from members the church and members and yeah. those who've been willing to uh, mm-hmm. to put their hand in them and and say yeah. yes, we want to be part of this. Because I know, I mean, obviously, we've been I've been involved in fundraising all my life for the YMCA and now, yes. now for the radio station and so on. But I I know that the the funders love it actually. Whenever you're able to demonstrate yeah, that you, you that you can do some you, like for like, you know, do do the best you can. Absolutely, yes, yeah. and and uh, you know that there are those who wouldn't entertain anything that we just kicked off and said well we've got nothing to offer um the church is is very behind it um it's it like any uh, organization uh when you're trying to uh, spread the vision it takes time to establish Mm. that but the church is predominantly behind it they wouldn't have put one hundred and ten thousand pounds into but also i i think that when you have uh, when you have fresh vision i mean the bible doesn't say without vision people perish but i think that when you come along with a new vision uh, and that can express itself in lots of different ways. It does kick life into people, you know. Mm. But they think because if they buy into it, and it becomes quite exciting, doesn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely, and yeah. it's, and it, it forms part of the overall vision of the church. The church, the church has a four word vision. And the, the vision is is to invite those around us, inviting uh, to build family and community, so building um, to serve one another, the hurting and the lost, which is very much where this uh, forms. Uh, and that's serving and then becoming more like Jesus in the midst of that. Yeah. Um, so we've been preaching that through uh, in the sermon series recently and we're, we're doing serving at the moment. And uh, how, do we, how do we become, you know, the, the, the lawyer said to, said to Jesus, um, who is my neighbor? Uh, and Jesus said, actually, that's not the right question. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's how do I become a neighbor? Or how do I how do I how do I become the neighbour to to everyone? I I love it. We you know when Jesus distilled all the commandments into the two. Mm. You know, love mm. love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and uh, and of course, love your love neighbour as yourself. Yeah. Uh, which is great. And I I guess that really, I mean, obviously, it's not about the bricks and mortar. You need the bricks and mortar to yeah. keep the rain out. Hopefully, Mark. He's worried about yeah. his. He's he worried about his roof. roof. Yeah. Um, um, uh, I'm, I'm going down to the church for a shower later. <laughs> Just standing there. Yeah. Yeah. But actually, the real life is is in the people, and and of course, as you've as you said, Rob, that that extends. You know, far beyond the worshiping community to the to the people in the broader community who are who are actually in, in partnership in in one way or another. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the the, I mean, the community is a stakeholder in the life of of the church, and the church is the life giver to the community, uh, and, and they they work together really. Um, mm. I mean, the, the the project is called the Twyland Community Link Project because we want to be able to link the two together in, in a dynamic uh, way that would, would enable the, the community to see Twynham Church as part of them mm. 
and and uh, you know within the Anglican Church they don't see the people gathered on the Sunday morning as the parish they see the the parish as the as, whole as, area yeah. everyone within and outside yeah. of the church within the whole community I think we can learn something we can definitely learn something from that yeah. Well, if you want to go along and and to hear much more about the the wonderful work which is happening at, at Twynham, then certainly you can go along to those vision days. I think the best way is for them to book into one of those sessions. Yeah, absolutely. You can go onto Twynham's website, which is twynhamchurch.org, and at the top, they'll you'll see the first image you come to on the front page. If you just click on that, it'll take you straight uh, to the booking. And then. You'll have to come be a regular and tell us how it's all going. Oh, absolutely. Fantastic. Hope FM, Faith Filled Radio.